Singles Only Podcast, brought to you by your host, Paul Farvar. That's me. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. This week, we have comedian Deanna Ortiz from Chicago, from the podcast Crushes. Fun episode. I had a blast with no voice of reason, but we didn't need one. We did a good job of being reasonable and rational, um, funny and fun episode. I will be in Chicago this week. Um, Zany's in Old Town, Monday and Tuesday, 13th and 14th, with my friend Chris Frangiola, headlining the Laugh Factory Verified Laughs on the 15th. Um, and then um, I think this weekend also I'll be at uh, Drink Day Laugh, my show. Um, I'll get to host my own show at the Laugh Factory the 17th. Blackout Diaries that night as well. And then uh, Arthur House in Wisconsin. Next week, I'll be in Florida headlining the Laugh in Comedy Cafe, December 23rd, 24th in Fort Myers. And then performing that week, um, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, with my friend Greg Morton at Off the Hook in Naples, Florida. Get your tickets for New Year's. I will be at uh, the Hilton Hotel and then the Laugh Factory as well. Fun shows. Um, check out my website, Paul Left Comedy, for upcoming dates. I can't believe this year has already flown by. It's amazing. Uh, about to raise more money for Parkinson's Foundation this month. About to break a new record. So if you want to buy a shirt, a Better Call Paul shirt, uh, message me at pfarvargmail.com. I am out of some sizes right now, um, but I should get those in a couple weeks. Uh, damn shipping. Um issues but uh yeah all the proceeds from the shirts uh go to parkinson's foundation this month december and then i'm gonna have a new cause in january i haven't decided which one yet uh to sell the shirts subscribe to the podcast please and if you're listening right now just hit the smash that subscribe button give us a review i i keep saying it every week but man oh man you guys don't do it it really means a lot you don't understand how much it helps the algorithm like for example if Five of you gave me a review today. Five of you of the thousands that listen. My my uh, algorithm would make me the number one podcast in the world. That's how easy it is. Can you believe it? Anyway, check out our sponsors. Thank you so much for listening to Singles Only Podcast again. I want to introduce you to a new sponsor, Smartass and Sass. They are the perfect subscription box for mouthy motherfuckers like you. Smartass and Sass sprinkles sarcasm and cuss words into every box. Is profanity not the spice of life? I think it is. This box is not for those with the weak sense of humor or easily offended and will definitely remind you that no matter what life throws at you, it's best to keep laughing. Smartness and Sass items are curated and personally tested by the SNS team, which is basically a group of really mouthy motherfuckers who want to get you a good laugh in your day. SNS partners with some of the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items each month. Each subscription box has a designer shirt picked by the SNS team and about seven to nine unique SNS items. This is valued at $90, but the big box, when you subscribe, is $49.95. But if you use the singles code, all capital letters, singles, you get 10% off your first subscription. Subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com. This is perfect for 
all of you singles only listeners. I can think of about 20 of you that reach out to me on the reg who I know based on your online personality, this would be perfect for you. You know who you are. Subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com. Use singles for 10% off your first subscription. You're welcome. Hey, gang. If you know me, you know I'm a caffeine junkie. I have pop, soda, Diet Coke, energy drinks with every meal. Had it since I was a kid. Can't drink plain water. Just not a fan. Um, I'd rather give up a side dish like fries at a meal than give up my pop because I need my energy. I need my caffeine. Focus Sparkling Water is sparkling water with a spark. Focus is a delicious, health-conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. Yes, caffeinated water. Infused with a boost of natural tea caffeine and the balance of L-theanine, you'll get the clean energy you want without the sugar, calories, or crash. It has 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugar, zero sweeteners, and it's non-GMO. So ditch your sugary sodas or energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you don't know what they are or how to even pronounce. Focus. Sparkling water. National caffeine derived from tea gives you the same boost as an 8-ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing, thirst-quenching form. Your body needs water. doesn't mean that it has to be boring. Um, so check it out. They've got a wide range of flavors, including blood orange, mixed berry, cherry cola, crisp apple, root beer, grapefruit, yuzu and lime, cucumber, and my favorite, peach. You can find it online at drinkfocus.com. That's focus with a P-H, O-C-U-S dot com. Located in 4,000 grocery stores, including Publix, Kroger's, and Giant Martin's. Also available at Meyer, and they will soon be in the Marianos in Chicago as soon as January, I believe. So check it out. Drink Focus. You're welcome. Singles only time. My name is Paul Farver. I'm your host. We have no voice of reason on this episode, but I feel like we are reasonable people this week. Uh, we have the host of the podcast, Crushes, comedian Deanna Ortiz. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Hi. Thanks for doing <laughs> the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, tell me what's up. We were just talking about the world as it is now, this new normal. And yeah. usually I have like a, a screen between us, but I took mm-hmm. it down because uh, it feels like a, a police station. <laughs> I'm being a lot of people have been saying that. Yeah. Well, you are going to be yeah. interrogated. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> so you're here. Mm-hmm. Why are you single? I'm single because of the quarantine. I was actually thinking about that earlier today. I mean, like, I don't want to date right now. It okay. just feels weird. I was in a super long relationship that ended in the summer of 2019. And then I was like slowly getting back, like getting my feet back into dating. And then the pandemic started and I was like, oh, I don't ever want to meet a, a new person. What if they get me sick? Oh, really? <laughs> like, it just feels weird to like go on a date now in COVID and put so much trust into someone of like, you're not, are you crazy? Cause like, I, like I want someone that's vaccinated and all this stuff. And it just feels weird to like put yourself out there even more now that. Well, you already got COVID though. I did. Yeah. So now it's like you're the minute when I got, after I got it, I felt like it felt amazing. Freedom. Right. I don't feel that. I don't know why. 
I, uh, I mean, kind of now I'll go out and if people are like very COVID conscious, I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, me too. Like I'm still wearing my mask and stuff, but I'm still just like, well, yeah, I also have the antibodies. Like I feel yeah. like I have a, se- a like a dirty secret to it's be like, such a great feeling. I actually don't need to do this, but I'm going to do this because just because of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better than you. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt. Like yeah. when I had the antibodies, I was like, I was like, cause I'm a germaphobe and mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to use sanitizer yes. every minute anymore. It so. is a little freeing. So freeing. Once you get it to be like, oh, well, I'm actually, I am better than everybody else right now <laughs> <laughs> because I did have the deadly disease and lived. Deadliest, uh, <laughs> deadliest yeah. virus of all time. And lived, brag, yeah. big brag coming from me. So now you don't have an excuse. So you, got, you can uh, go yeah. out there in the world. It's just, I'm kind of back on the apps every once in a while. Um, but then it's just like, it just feels like, what am I going to do? start a conversation with someone it just feels so exhausting on top of everything else that i'm doing to be like and also like like starting a relationship or like going on a date you can go on dates and stuff you don't have to not all of them are going to lead to to a long relationship (laughs) like your last one yeah that's true how long was that relationship you were five years oh shit that's fucking long long. yeah long so Uh, i was like kind of getting back into like dating and like going on dates and uh, like starting to like go back on the apps and everything in the fall of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh, quickly stopped right. in 2020. And so every once in a while I'll download them. Like I was in Los Angeles for Thanksgiving and I did download the apps and like change my location just to see if I could find any celebrities. Uh, but it didn't work. No, yeah, it's just a bunch of regular dudes. Your podcast is called Crushes is about celebrity crush. Who is your mm-hmm. celebrity crush? I have so many celebrity crushes. Um, my number one right now, I would say, is Hozier, the Irish. Oh, no way, yeah. yeah he's so I good. have a kind of crush on him, he's too, actually. Yeah. I saw a special about him, and I was like, oh, God, he's pretty yeah. pretty smart, too. He's great. And um, was the special on Netflix? I don't know. It was him walking around and talking about all his songs and what the meaning mm. was mm-hmm. between... Uh, I don't know. What no, it was. I yeah, I am. I'm like I know the song, and I know the date, and I know all that. Oh stuff yeah, about. okay. But uh, yeah, I definitely. I, I Hozier is my like number one right now. Leonardo DiCaprio is an all time. Sure. Like, there are some that just never lead the top five. Um, John Mayer. Um, you Michael. know, I, I met John Mayer a few what? times. Did oh, he yeah. mention me? No. <laughs> this is crazy. That's a whole. I do a joke about it, and I got in trouble for it. But now he's doing comedy, or he wants to do comedy. So like, I'm afraid he's gonna like call me out on. The inaccuracies got, of my story. Who can you say who got in trouble? Who, who you got in trouble from? So, so I made fun of. Uh, he he was um, roommates with one of my band uh, mm-hmm. mates. So when he was going up in the world, like when he was starting, yeah, he was like my friend would be like, "Hey, do you want to go to the after party for John Mayer at Shuba's?" This is when he yeah. was playing like Shuba's and House of Blues, Crazy. and so I thought. You know, I'm like, oh, cool. There's going to be like hookers and blow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like see drugs for the first time. Yeah. And it was like the most boring. Like they were playing video games and like there were no girls. I was the only yeah. one drinking. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this guy sucks. So like, <laughs> but the, but uh, I, I lumped in a couple things when I used to tell that story. It was a storyteller show I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my fear is he's going to like, that didn't happen. We were on the bus. It wasn't on the stage. (laughs) But like, I'm like, fuck you. But yeah, he he was kind of, this is before he dated everybody. Yeah. And if he's going to get into comedy, he needs to learn the ropes. And that's something you can do. Okay. You you can take your class. You can take my class and you can learn about exaggerating the truth. Yeah. Taking different stories and put it. Yeah. Um, John Mayer is hot. So is, oh, wait, who is that other person? Will Poulter. 
So he was in. I don't know who that is. Where the Millers with Jennifer Aniston and Jason Sudeikis. He was the son. He's the son. Oh, okay. And then he's in the new Eternals. He's in some like MCU okay. thing, and he I, I've known he was hot since Where the Millers. Like I can take credit. <laughs> he's like British, which no one ever realized. Sure. He's British, and uh, yeah, anybody that's British, basically, I'm like, are you hot? I think so. Just because of the accent. Just because of the accent, and because of their very standoffish ways, <laughs> I'm like, that's actually attractive to me. Um, but yeah, Will Poulter is kind of having a moment right now, okay. and now he is in my top five. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are what are your t- like? Because mm. I was trying to see if if you lined all those people up together, if there'd be like some physical connection or some uh, mental com- yeah. similarity. But they're all kind of all over the place other than yeah. musician, I guess, a little. Yeah, definitely. That's how I feel. Like, I do feel like my taste is all over the place. Um, and it's more of just like tall guys, tall guys. That's definitely yeah, yeah. it. And on crushes, we play a game called hot or just tall. Um, <laughs> we, we look at celebrities and say, are they hot or just John Mayer? Maybe he's just a good musician, you know, but he's actually hot. John, if you're listening, but he's not listening. To <laughs> he, I think he might. No. <laughs> I'm going to tag him in it. But okay. he uh, definitely, yeah, tall, um, funny. Yeah, musician always a good. Even just like from for a celebrity crush, you're like, have you dated musicians before? No, no. Comedian. So you don't even know what it's like. Uh uh-uh. uh I feel like I wouldn't like it. <laughs> have you dated comedians before? Yes, and I did not like that. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, on this uh, this show, we strongly advise against comedians dating other comedians. Yes, very much so. And what's your position now? Um, it's just not, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Even if you are going into it and being like, we're not going to get competitive. It's just, you know, comedians are the way that we are, I guess. Like it's, I, that was the relationship I was in for five years. Was oh, it was. Comic. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> yes. We I just couldn't make sure. my type tall. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get tall comedians. <laughs> um, Andrew Schultz. He's tall. I think. Is he? Yeah. I think okay. so. Oh, he yeah. looks tall. And it's like, Joe Rogan. You trying to? I, I had a tour love for Joe Rogan, um, and I am not at liberty to talk about it. No, but it's uh, that's where I got COVID from. Okay, end of that bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just not even the competitive. It's just yeah. so many things. But mm-hmm. do you have a day job too? I do. Okay, yeah. so you. Yeah. Your schedule's already, you're not, not only are you not emotionally available. Mm-hmm. I'm very a, busy. You're also physically unavailable. Yes, very busy. I have a day job, comedy at night, which, you know, takes up a lot of mm-hmm. time, even when you don't have shows. And then I teach stand-up at night as well. Right. And, you know, it's just, it's very busy. So I would like to, like, ideally date somebody that gets that and right. understands that, that, like, maybe if I'm, if I have a day off, like, I don't want to do anything crazy, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, that's where, that's where I always push comedians to date musicians because oh, yeah. they get the hustle, they get mm-hmm. the hours are similar yeah. and they're creative types. So yeah. you, you know, you're not talking about stocks or science all day. Yes. Unless that's what you're into. I don't know. Yeah. I literally, back when I was like on, I was trying to get back on like the apps or whatever. And I was talking to this guy and very earnestly was like, he was, oh God, it was something boring. I don't know. He, wasn't he started his, talking about the, the planet. She's like, what do you think of Pluto not being a planet he, anymore? It was something like that. But I was like trying so hard to be like, you're interesting. Like, let me learn about you, whatever. Right. And then the next day he unfriended me. And I was like, bro, I gave you like top 10 attention. Yeah. Like asked you follow up questions. And then like, that's it. Because I also have a very strict like if I'm talking to someone 
and they don't ask follow-up questions or they don't ask me questions about myself within the first couple like I don't know like a couple of messages back and Mm -hmm. forth I'm like we're done yeah I'm not gonna teach you how to be like a interesting like how to feign interest in me until you actually meet me Mm -hmm. uh so I feel like that's another thing that bites me in the ass do you try to meet people right away or you just talk for a while until you do it there's like two different strategies yeah talk for a while until I I feel comfortable I don't understand. I mean, maybe I do. If the people that are like, let's get this going, let's meet in person. It's like ripping off the band. Yeah. That's what they want. Because they, they don't want to waste time. Like, well, I think it is. I, I kind of, I'm like you. I like to talk to them. I like to do my research and stuff. And I think mm-hmm. for women, they mm-hmm. like to do the same for safety. Re- I'm not doing it for safety reasons. Yeah. I'm doing it more for, I don't want to waste my time mm-hmm. by going there. Because it's so hard to get out of a situation. For me, like even if it's coffee, you're like, oh, like. Yeah. How do I get out of here? Do you set like a hard time limit? Because something just came up in my targeted ads that was like, how to go on a good date. And the, the first thing said like set a time limit. So do you do yeah, that? Yeah, some people do that, but we you always know it's like artificial. I just always mm-hmm. do something where it's like, uh, I know I have to do something after. So even if it's going well, because yeah. here, it's a win-win. Like let's say you have a show at 7, you mm-hmm. set something up for 5.30. If it's going great, you want them to like want to see you again. You don't want to yeah. just you know spill your marbles on everything yeah so it's a win-win and if it sucks it's like well now i know yeah i just have to ride this out for <laughs> another the show. to the light yes. you get the light you're like all right date's <laughs> over so that's our two minute warning and then yeah. you walk off you know that is true that's honestly. what i do and it is kind of cool to be like um well, i gotta get out of here i have a show yeah. i'm gonna be at the world oh sorry that's okay <laughs> i'm gonna be at the world famous laugh factory i gotta get out of here <laughs> right. um gotta scoot so definitely that is a good thing for me to have in my pocket too. Yeah. Well, what what are the um, what are the apps you're using? Like the good ones or Hinge? Yeah, Hinge is the one I like. I hate Hinge. Right. I hate it. I I love Bumble. Hate Tinder. Also hate Hinge, but I am on it begrudgingly. Why do you hate I it? No, I just like when you know. I mean, uh, so it's like you get the ad. They're the people that you like. You have like the little middle button that you push, and you can see everybody that's liked you and like the things that they've said. It's never the people that I want to like me back. So I'm yeah. always just like, oh, this person's like cute. Whatever. I'm gonna like this picture. I'm gonna answer something funny back to this little retort, whatever. And then I look, and it's just like all these guys that are like. I'm Russian prince. Please help me out. You know, like it's just never <laughs> on the hinge. Pe- <laughs> it's never the people that I want to like. Wait, me back. you could see the people that like you. But see, I don't. Yeah. I have a weird membership thing because we were oh, okay. working with them for a sp- like a sponsorship. Very so I have cool. like this thing, but I yeah, I don't pay for it. Yeah. But I also don't. I just I just I just like the people. I never comment on something unless mm-hmm. it's like something direct. Yeah, and then if they don't like me back, it's like I I haven't invested any time in the situation. I'm invested in that first like thirty seconds. We were like, okay, oh my gosh, like I see a life with this person. Like he's gonna have a, life. <laughs> a full life. Okay, full that's life. where the no, no, problem. No, you no. gotta lower your <laughs> yeah. expectations. No, I'm like, Dana. oh, this guy's cute. Like I could like, you know, like I could talk to this person. Like maybe whatever. And then I like. I like the, the picture and then I like go look and it's just like you guys haven't matched. And I'm like, fine, fuck. Or like to give someone a rose is like the like a super like, yeah. I guess. And the people that they met, I will put it on Hinge. They have a great algorithm and they really have a the good. The rose one is always like great. It's crazy. It's like and you're perfect, just like, whoa. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. But they never like They never yeah. like me back. It's, I think those are like scams or like. <laughs> bots like, yeah not bots but like they're like these people are already married now yeah but we want to, like you to do this rose thing yeah because they're like if you want to buy these roses yes it's a scam yes um so bumble i prefer because it's if i swipe 
yes and it doesn't pop up right away i'm like oh he just hasn't opened his phone yet <laughs> like he's he'll get to me he'll get <laughs> to me he's busy he's busy he's busy, like, he's yeah. busy. <laughs> yeah um so bumble i like it in that respect especially because like i can be the first the one situation, yeah. and i have a great opening line that like people always respond to but What's then it's the just line? a matter of like if the conversation goes from there the line <laughs> i don't want you to lose it oh no i talk about it all the time the line is um for a funny gif press one for a clever opening line press two para espanol o primo numero tres oh, that's good yeah sorry this is going off uh, sorry and i'm making noise on the table <laughs> um but <laughs> uh yeah so that's like a silly thing and sure. so they'll press two and then i say like for a clever opening line and i'm like that's the cleverest thing I've ever yeah, thought of. You're like, like, see above, Jack. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. And then number one, they like just find a gif. How hard is it to find a gif on the internet? And then right. if they press three, I say I don't speak Spanish. So you know, you don't speak Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. I understand it, but how don't is that speak possible? It. My parents never taught me Spanish. Oh. Yeah, they both lived. They're in, both Spanish. Mm-hmm, they're both Puerto Rican. They grew up in Chicago. Both of them speak Spanish, and then they moved out to the suburbs and just spoke to us in English. Yeah. So. I understand some of it, but I feel like they liked having their own language to sure. talk to each other about like what brats were That's being. What my, par- my parents would talk to us in Farsi, but we'd answer in English. So I can understand Farsi yeah. 100%. I just can't speak it. A lot of it came from uh, going, in a, going to Spanish class in like high school. So like I will understand basic stuff and from working in kitchens, like I was a, a waitress for forever. So the chefs would always talk to me in Spanish. And uh, so I definitely have picked some up. And I definitely feel like I, I understand a lot of sure. it, but I just can't. I can't. Actually, the place across the street, Allende. I used to go there. The best place. So great. Well, so there's good. two locations. I used yeah. to live on top of the other location yeah. on Clark or Lincoln. But Maria, they, when I first moved to Chicago, I'd go there all the time. And the chefs would recognize me. And they, I felt like they were trying to teach me Spanish. Yeah. Because they would ask, have me order in Spanish. And I'd be like a drunk 20-year-old be like, I don't understand. Yeah. And I'm like, they're trying to teach me Spanish. They're like, slowly. That's funny because usually you see a bunch of drunk white people like talking in Spanish. They're, yeah. they're like, we don't have this time. Like, no. Just give us the fucking order. We want to get to work. Just move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when it's crowded and stuff. Yeah. Do you date uh, Hispanic men or have um, you ever? I have not. Most of my type. Your parents don't give a shit. They don't. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. They really don't care. Is white. Just because I mean white men we were canceled cancel me please i'm begging someone to cancel we me. did it yeah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> racist no, no 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 they we were i grew up in algonquin yeah like very white area. very very white sure. area but i'm not you know opposed to it there's like there was a time where i was like i don't want to date a puerto rican guy like i don't want to date a puerto rican guy because like they're um, when you say that, people can't see it, but you're doing your head nod, yeah, like a Puerto Rican. I'm very woman. sassily yeah. being like, yeah, "No sassy way, Puerto Rican." Because they, in my mind, they were like, "A woman's place is to do this," and I'm like machismo, very much right. like I am the guy and you are the woman, like gender, whatever. And you don't like that? <laughs> Call me crazy, <laughs> okay. um, but I do believe my place is in the kitchen, <laughs> right? And um, so I definitely had that in my head of like, I'm not going to do this, and then I'm like, well, that's obviously not everybody so it's just i have never dated a puerto rican right. man. i wouldn't be opposed to it now hey all you guys know that i used to be a lawyer still am but you know kind of just in the background if you will but my friend scott shapiro he is a full-time lawyer you guys maybe have injured on the job need compensation or 
You're just injured somewhere and you don't know what to do. You're entitled to way more money than you think you are sometimes. Not always, but most of the time. And my friend, Attorney Scott Shapiro, has been helping people for over 20 years in this regard. If you've been injured, give him a call. 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He's a full-service law firm. So in addition to doing workers' comp cases, PI cases, he also handles all legal needs, including entertainment law. That's right. He's an entertainment lawyer. He's worked on a lot of musicians' cases, a lot of contracts, negotiations, and reviews of contracts for your needs, whether you're a comedian, musician, all that good stuff. All his consultations are free of charge initially. So don't take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Call him today. Tell him I sent you. You will not regret it. Do, do you, so you did a five-year relationship, mm-hmm. and uh, is, did you ever have another long-term relationship before that? No, um, I kind of had like a, a f- quick, it was never anything like serious, like this is my boyfriend because he wanted to sleep with other women, but okay. <laughs> it was like this guy that I had a crush on in high school that like once we graduated, we would like hook up and stuff and like go out and all that stuff, and then... Uh, yeah, it was just nothing more than that. Sure. So it was just like casual. That was definitely the five year relationship was like my first like, first relationship, real thing. Yeah. yeah. And how did that end? Bad or bad? Okay. Um, you guys no, don't talk anymore. No. Okay. I have no desire to. Fair. Um, we were together, and then you we lived bro- together. We lived together. Oh fuck. Yeah, broke up, and then got back together after we had moved out of the place, and then he was gonna move out of state. And then he actually did move out of state. And so we did long distance for a minute. And then he was like, come live with me. And I was like, totally. And then I was like, wait, just kidding. I'm not going to yeah. come live with you. Um, I mean, Kevin Hart has a huge house. <laughs> I know. Up. I should have moved in with Kevin Hart in Los- yeah. this giant mansion in Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, and then we just ended breaking up okay. over that. But it was just like a whole the the strung out breakup in like every sense of the word right like you know you break up you get back together for a little bit then you break up again but now it's like we're doing long distance we can make it work like move like move across the country with me like right i'm, I'm sure i'm going to and then i'm like wait i'm not going to do that right how do i end this now yeah. <laughs> you know Very. well do, do you uh it sounded like you guys were on the on the steps of like getting married and shit um some people would say that <clears throat> i would not do you not want to get married i do just okay. not to him oh, um fair. it was and i never like i think that's what started the first breakup mm-hmm. was that i was like oh i can't i can't see a future with you why is what that? have i been doing for so long um just immature he didn't have an accent yeah he didn't have an accent he wasn't tall enough <laughs> oh really he was five nine i'm Ugh. like honey you're not um, that tall. I know. How tall are you? Five five? I'm five six. Five six. Yeah. Okay. It's just like I mean that that really is not the point. Does your does your bumble thing say tall guys? No. Okay, because no, no, no. it's funny when women say that that are under like five five. No. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh so, yeah. I'm like and then people are like, I say five nine on mine and mm-hmm. they're like five nine really or like five seven. I'm like Ooh. I'm actually and then I show them like a measure I'm like five nine and a quarter. I'm like, I actually round down. <laughs> Because I can't say yeah. five nine in a quarter. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like the tall thing is just you know whatever. Who it doesn't really matter. Um, 
she says so bravely into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) And that wasn't really the thing. But he was just immature. We were together for a really long time. And he was really young when we started dating. He's younger than you? Yeah, which I will never do again. Um, Just like immature and thought that he could be an adult. And it just wasn't happening. You know, like, you know, you grow together or we grew apart or you grow apart and we grew apart. Um, And so it was just like I wanted certain things from him that was like, not he just wasn't doing that like emotional maturity. can't change people yeah and and don't you know i tried but uh and then I, there was just a time where i was like i do remember like actually when it hit me of like fuck like we are going to break up but i yeah. don't know when it just kind of like washed over me and i was just like oh my god did you take the affirmative steps to end it or did you just like wait for it to just dissolve i absolutely waited and that really? is a shitty thing for me to do but what am i gonna do have an open conversation with this person yeah. <laughs> no way well for those who cast stones about being emotionally mature i yeah. don't know if no. you call that Deanna. <laughs> i know um he needs to be emotionally mature enough for the both of us because i can't do it fair but i definitely just prolonged the conversation and just kept on until the lease came, the lease renewal came up. And so then, we <laughs> Oh were, yeah. Cause you want, you had to, we had to move. Right. Yeah. So you don't we, want to break up and live with someone. That's also, we did that for a week and it was Ugh. awful, awful, awful. But yeah, he ended up moving out and leaving me the place. So I had a great place for another month and a half <laughs> before Solid. I found a new place. Uh, yeah. So you want to get married mm-hmm. and do you want to have kids also? Um, not really. Okay. I'm, it's not. I know. I have a a joke about like not ever wanting to have kids. It's not really something that I like see for myself. Are you an only child? I'm not. No, I have a an older sister and a twin brother. Okay. So uh, I do feel like you know everyone's like, oh, well, when you meet the right person, you'll know whatever. And if that's the case, that's the case. But right now, I'm not like right person to have kids or right people to get married. Right person to do it all. You know, like oh, when you meet the right person, like you'll want all that stuff. You'll want kids. You'll want marriage. Mm-hmm. Like whatever people say that. Um, and I'm like, if that's the case then that's the case, but I'm not by any means one of the people that are like, I need to get married and have kids by the time I'm, you know, right. 35 and the clock is ticking. Right. I definitely don't feel that way. Well, yeah. If you don't want to have kids then you can get married when you're like 70. <laughs> I hope not. Right? I, I hope I'm still young for my wedding. <laughs> exactly well, though. Yeah. So you want to, you want to get married for the wedding? For a fun wedding, I want the attention to be on me. Okay. Um, what's the fun wedding? Like, oh. is, what's different about your wedding than others? Do you go to weddings and you're like, this is what I would have done differently? Totally. Really? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm in that phase of my life right now where all my friends are getting married. Yeah. That I feel like everyone is like, uh, there's that time where everybody gets married in the span of like a year and a half. Right. And then everybody has kids in the span of like it's two like years. It's like COVID. It just is, it's yes. like everyone starts getting it. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and it's very, I've, ver- I've seen how contagious it can be with my sister and her friends because like they all got married kind of like shortly after each other. And then it was like the one that is next to get in line to, or supposedly to get married, whatever. They're like, oh yeah, like I want a fun party about me. Mm-hmm. I want to do all, I want all these presents. Like, come on. And then they get married shortly after. But so, but it's just a fuck. It's one night, mm-hmm. and then you are stuck with that person for yes. at least seven years. So you got to make sure that you like them. You right. got to make sure that you connect. Yeah, I'm like, it, can't you just do a party? Like when I when I had a music company, we used to have like an anniversary party for mm-hmm. for like our bands and stuff. So I had a party every year. Yeah, and I remember it was our 20 year was going to be the COVID one. And I was like sending my friends. I'm like, Hey, look, I'm probably not going to get married. So this is like a big deal. You got to go to this one. <laughs> this like we're going to fly in for them. And COVID came, but, oh no. but like you can just have like a, yeah. like a huge birthday party at, totally. at 35 and be like, this is my fucking this is party. It. 
Yeah. And, and register then you don't have to worry about divorces and all that. That's a good point. Yeah. I know I do. It's less of like, I want the wedding and more of like, you know, everything that comes with it. The like, it's nice to see my sister and her husband like just hanging out on the couch. You have like, so you want the compatibility, but the wedding is the first. And always, yeah, it's like, well, we'll have the compatibility. I'll have a big party where I'm the center of attention. And then we have the, it's like before and after you get all of it. Okay. Yeah. So what are the, what are the, um, you don't have a timeline for this wedding. Mm-mm. Do you have a location picked out for you want to get married? Oh my god, so many locations. Um, <laughs> oh, have you ever been to the Catalyst Ranch? No. They used to do a, a like a don't tell comedy show there. Oh okay. You know, it's like they you know every month or whatever it's a different place. But I did a couple shows there, and it's like right off of ninety, maybe it's like downtown by like Randolph, basically, and it's a business front like it just looks like a regular business building and then you walk up and it's just like this colorful space bunch of different rooms it used to be a meat packing plant so sometimes some of the rooms smell like sausage um, which, which i good. didn't know is something that i vegan. wanted in right, my right. wedding but i guess it is that it's just like a really cute colorful colorful space and when i first walked in i was like oh if i ever get married it's It'll be here. It was just really cool. Yeah. It's a fun place. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. a good place. You have a place picked out. I have a place picked out. And the dude is <laughs> one, is Hosier or Jean Mayer. Yeah. Like, what are the... Okay. So we you like tall guys. <laughs> we cover that. <laughs> Typically... Uh, white and uh, accents <laughs> preferred. Oh, accents are plus. All accents. Sure. Indian um. accent is workable. <laughs> <laughs> the least of all favorite. Um, We did rank accents on Okresha's okay. ones, but... The hottest accents to me are English, Scottish, Irish, Boston, and then Boston, Boston, a Boston accent. You hear a Boston accent fighting in a parking lot. You're like, let me, let me go see what's going on. Let me hear what these people have to say. Yeah. Um, so those are the hottest accents, but it's not, I'm not picky. <laughs> you don't have to have an accent. What if they, you can what if it's Chicago. like a Asian accent or Australian accent? Cool. Aust- really? Sure. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Huh. And then uh, there was a time. What about uh, Alabama accent? It's hard. It's a, a southern accent. It's hard because it's so varied that like different types. of stuff. Yeah. yeah, maybe like a Georgia accent would okay. be cool, but like Alabama accent, it's a little Minnesota? different. Minnesota is okay. Hmm. <laughs> That's fine. It's just low on the list. It's okay. not first choice. If we're building our perfect man, okay. Minnesota is definitely down. What are the other? Okay, so tall, mm-hmm. creative, creative. Definitely. Music would be nice. Yeah, not requirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, accent is uh, not a necessity, but a perf- preference if sure. possible. Yes, yeah. What are their traits? You um, driven, th- driven. Like they have a plan of like their job or career or something like that. You know, like they are motivated. Okay, definitely was. Um, I kind of hope you're like, I'm behind door number one. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing up. This is what I mean. It's, yeah. a, it's a, a Korean John Mayer. He's right here. <laughs> <laughs> He's tall. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Driven motive, like funny. Emotionally mature. Yeah. Emotionally mature. mature I mean. Definitely. Um, yeah. Like I'm not dating younger than, than I am right now. What about like, are there like, uh, types of things that you like to like what let's put Mm -hmm. it let's go the other side what are the deal breakers like what are things that you're like oh i can't do that again or i won't do that comics for sure okay stand-up comedians no way um (laughs) and writing that down yeah (laughs) no comics and that's everybody should write that down i agree i'm I'm glad you're mm. you're 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 preaching the choir of someone that's done it Mm. i tell my students 
because I teach femcom, I teach. Don't all, fuck anyone. I'm like, you can date a comic, but it's just not a good idea. Especially when you first start out. It's just like, don't fuck the comics. I, I, I tell any young person that, mm-hmm. that I ever run, they're like, what advice do you have? I'm like, go mm-hmm. up six to ten times a week and don't fuck anyone. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't feed the animals at the zoo. Don't fuck the comics. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy. Uh-uh. And... um. Let's see, no comedians. What about music types or like deal breakers? Are there like, uh, I don't know, bad teeth, something? Because with the no. English accent, you're probably going to see that a couple of times. <laughs> no, I don't. Nothing like physical like that, okay. I guess. I don't I don't think I would really care. Bad teeth. Um, yeah, they can have hair or no hair. Oh, yeah. you don't care about bald teeth? Oh, it opens the door a little bit. There we go. And it's like, just have your shit figured out. You know, like have know what you're doing know what you want like don't i hate people that are like oh, i've always wanted to do this then do it what is holding you know what if they what if you don't for comedians mm-hmm. typically or musicians or people that are in the arts you have strong opinions about certain things right mm-hmm. like we have strong opinions about comedians mm-hmm. we have strong opinion, i have strong opinions about music i'm a music snob mm-hmm. are those deal breakers for people like what if they're like oh my god i love my favorite show is Two and a Half Men. <laughs> I yeah, I don't. That's hard. I never really thought about that. Definitely, if they have like, if we don't have the same like political views, mm-hmm. that would be huge. Like, I definitely could not, will not give, uh, you know, someone that doesn't share like a Trump supporter mm-hmm. my time of day, and maybe they wouldn't want to give you only me. want to date Trump supporters I, I, because they're all white. Yeah. And oh, that's true. That is true. Maybe, hang on a second. Maybe I need to switch what my if, preferences. What if Hosier, mm-hmm. you had a date with Hosier mm-hmm. or his brother? Let's just okay. make it a little. He does have a brother who is mm-hmm. a musician. Right. I sound crazy. <laughs> Hosier. Yeah. And uh, he's slightly taller than okay. Hosier. Okay. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> somehow very, even more Irish. <laughs> emotionally mature. He actually, um, you know, he's like. Uh, He's on the cusp of like blowing up mm-hmm. and uh, you match with him on, on Hinge. Okay. And you guys are having a great date. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, I think I'm going to start stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I would support that decision. You know, I definitely, it's like if you want to do it, do it, try it. And it's just, you might not like it. You definitely will be bad at it. So I do feel like not to use John Mayer as an example again, but like, uh, did you ever see that clip? He did stand up on a boat cruise, like a cruise boat once. It was like a, no. a quick, like a bootleg clip. This is okay. years ago. But p- people that have success in one thing, like music, will then also be like, "Well, I'm going to have success right. in this other thing, like stand up." Thinking that like the charisma it translates over exactly right. So I'm like, that's not necessarily the case. So I do unless they feel- put in the work. I know. I know people that left careers in in music or whatever, and they did the work, and you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit! Yeah, because they have the work ethic, yeah. and depending on where they're coming from, yeah. so all of the work. That and goes in this into situation, it. Hosier has the work ethic. He's oh. telling you jokes. He knows joke structure. He's like, okay. you know, I I watched this thing Ralphie May put out about up uh, stand up comedy, and I studied it, 
and this is what I have. And you listen to his jokes, you're like, fuck, these are good. If he's funnier than me, <laughs> I would not support it. Okay. <laughs> I need to be the funniest but one. But he's he going to, you, you yeah. see that he's going to be a stand-up comedy. He's like, I'm done with music. Like, hmm. I've done what I wanted. I, I got my music. Uh, my, I'm the, uh, they rebooted Alf and I'm going to be the intro music <laughs> for Alf. Uh-huh. So like, he's he's got his, he did what he, do, he wanted. I think then I do? would, I would Give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like. So you, that's a little flexible on mm-hmm. the stand-up comedy thing, it sounds like. Yeah. If they're also Hosier's brother. Only if they're Hosier's brother, they're a certain height, and they have a very specific okay. Irish what accent. What if it's John Mayer? What if it's John Mayer, and, but now he's doing stand-up comedy? You're okay with that? I would be okay with it because it's John Mayer. Okay. Well, here's <laughs> it's another. Just a random person. Let's add another hypothetical. Yeah. So you're talking to John Mayer. You're on your third date. Okay. And uh, it's, it's going pretty well. Did we meet it's on Hinge good. as well? We better, yeah. It's this is Raya because he's on Raya. It's okay. like the celebrity thing. I'm still waiting. And you're to hear a celebrity back from Raya. in this hypothetical. I love it. <laughs> and then um, everything's going well. You're at his his uh, his place in in Atlanta, one of his many condos. And uh, he goes, I, I have something to tell you, mm-hmm. Dana. You're like, what? <laughs> it's like uh, you he, you guys both did a show at the Fox. He mm-hmm. uh, you opened for him because he sold it out. Sure. And he, it's it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not about competition but he he did 20 minutes you had to do 15 because he, he doesn't have a full 45 <laughs> in this hypothetical yeah. and then uh and the host did five and um he goes you know um i was at the Capitol on january 6th oh my gosh i would break up with him really easily That's a deal breaker. easily Can't the stand-up <laughs> no he can do stand-up if he wants he's like but then i've changed my ways i realized that uh biden is our president i i still you forgive and forget he wrote a song about it too. Right now, in my life, as it is right now, no, I don't think I would be able to. It's John fucking Mayer. I know, and I just can't. I would not be able to. John, thank you for your time, but it's time for you to exit <laughs> your condo in Atlanta. I yeah. get the condo in this breakup. No, it's a third date. <laughs> I'm very yeah. convincing. He's kicking you out then. Um, yeah, I think politics is something that I'm really like, especially, I'm always down, like, I've learned this from my friend Marshall, who um, went to a Republican Thanksgiving, like a bunch of Trump supporters were Mm -hmm. there because a friend of his invited him to his family's and he wanted to hear their point of view. And I was like, man, like you, that is really not inspiring, but I was like, I can take that and learn from that. Not to just be like, everybody has a point of view and you like at the end of it, it's like we can just hear people out, whatever. Um, So I try and keep that little anecdote in my brain somewhere but i would really want to talk to john and see what it was he says he was bamboozled he's like i i was i was brainwashed by I don't believe my ex-girlfriend I don't he believe was dating that. uh uh kirstie alley <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He John just, met Kirstie on Hinge. Yeah. And oh, I he met to... her on Twitter because they were both oh, at the Capitol. And got like, it. It's like, she's like, you should come to this party. And he didn't know the party mm-hmm. was the Capitol. You should come to this rocking party at the, right, the White House. <laughs> well, that's House. what he thought. <laughs> he wasn't paying attention. No, I would really want to know the entire situation. And I would want to... Uh, I just don't think I'd be able to. Especially yeah. if he was there... And at the uh, Capitol, at the Capitol, at he didn't the go rally. into the he didn't go into the building. But if he stayed at the Capitol, he that's the Capitol. also that's not. He chanted, "Hang my yes. pants!" Just twice though. No. And then he's like, "Wait, I don't we can't believe do in that. violence." Mm-mm. I'm okay. late. We're, I'm breaking up. All right. Sorry about it, John. Okay. But yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I had uh, I had somebody uh, report me on Hinge. Uh, mm-hmm. 
so I'm a, I, I was not an ambassador. I don't know what I was for them, but um, I, I, I go online and it says we have to delete you or you're, you're on. Pro-. I go, well, what did I say? Because your behavior. I'm like, what was my behavior? I go, just so you know, you guys came to me to, mm-hmm. and I promote your app. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me what I did because I know I'm very, resp- I'm very, uh, you know, yes. I know. And uh, it came out. They didn't tell me, but somebody who works on the inside said, uh, I was in Florida at the time and someone um, put conservative as their, or they put conservative as their uh, belief. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then I, it was right after the, the riot and I mm-hmm. wrote, still? Question mark. <laughs> and then they said I was bullying her. Yeah. I was just like, I, but that was a sincere yeah. question. I was yeah. like, you know, there's always dark sides for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, if you are, you're a member of, uh, of um, Hamas and the day after 9-11, someone wrote still, I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, today's not a good day for us. <laughs> not today. And yeah. that's all I meant by it because, yeah. you know, I have family members who are conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just thought it was funny, but they yeah. reported and me they... and then they, they came back like, oh, we're sorry about that. And then Hinge oh. gave me like all this free shit. I was nice. Like, cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still not a sponsor on the podcast, by the way. Um, oh, Hinge. Yeah. Maybe try. Have you... Okay, so you like Hinge. I do. Like and, and here's why, going back to what, why I said I like it, is I think, and I know a lot of people worry about safety and they're like, I don't want to get hacked. It's like, mm-hmm. if people want to hack you, they're going to fucking totally. easily do it. If you put everything out there, you put all your information, because you can ask answer detailed questions mm-hmm. you can limit who you see whatever i have a friend of mine who recently went on he goes i'm only dating latinas now and mm-hmm. that's and he said it's been so much easier to like pinpoint what he wants but whatever you are whatever you're into and mm-hmm. whatever like have accurate pictures of you don't put flattering pictures because mm-hmm. i always say put the most ba- average pictures because your first impression on the date is going to be, they'll be like, oh, you look better than you do. <laughs> like imagine yeah. doing that. Yeah. No one ever fucking That's does funny. that. So I have like That's a good unflattering point. pictures of me yeah. on there and they're like, oh my God. It's like your first impression is already, you're already crushing. You don't even yeah. have to say anything. And then you being a comedian, mm-hmm. you start saying funny shit like, okay, not mm-hmm. only is she better looking than she was in her picture, yeah. but that, it's like a win-win. So if you do it right and you put all your information, like don't smoke, whatever the mm-hmm. detailed questions are, you're gonna. The more you put out, the more you're gonna get out of it. You Sounds really cheesy, but it's true. It. Yeah, yeah. But some sense. people are. They don't answer questions, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I'm not. You're already. This is gonna work because, mm-hmm. like, I'm a very open person, and if yeah. you're not, or and for comedians, like, our shit's out there already. So mm-hmm. it's like if they're like, well, I don't want any pictures, and it's like, well, mm-hmm. this isn't gonna work. Yeah, there's so many. There's if, if you want to find me on the internet, it'd be very easy to. Yeah, yeah, that's what's fine. And I'm like, that's fine. Let them see who I what I'm about. And they're like, you have, are you just doing this for the podcast? I'm like, no. <laughs> you're not <laughs> no. interesting enough. You're to not interesting that. enough yeah. to get on my podcast. The other thing that I was thinking was like, not that I ever am not myself or like not as like funny, whatever, just because I can't keep it back. I'm so charming all the time. But peop- I'm like, men, do they want that? You know? Well, like, that's part of who you are, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you... If you, that's another thing too. Putting comedian in LA, if you put comedian on, that's stupid. Yeah, like it doesn't everyone's matter. a comedian there. Everyone's but like, comedian, actor, DJ. It's like, exactly. It so there is that. Da- there is that like you know balance of mm-hmm. you know yeah. It's harder for women comedians because guys have ego problems. But mm-hmm. if you put it out there, at least you know they know what they're going to deal with. Yeah. If you don't, yes. and then you start dating the guy and they're like, oh God, he's trying to be one up me every time. You're not going to win this. That's exactly how I feel. It's like I don't. 
say that I do stand up on my profile. Um, there Just are some comedy, pictures yeah. of me holding a microphone, um, but I don't like outrightly say it. Sometimes people will be like, are you a comedian? Like, do you do stand up? Some people are like, I've seen you before, which is cool. Like you already know yeah. that like, this is me, whatever. Um, but it is the people that like, you know, I kind of go two ways on it. I'm like, do I be like the most upfront and say like, I do stand up. This is where I do whatever or not, not hide it, but like not really talk about it that much on like my first initial profile because then like people are going to yeah. meet me and be like, Oh, let's go on a date, whatever. And then try and like, I get a lot of, I've always wanted to do stand up. Yeah. Everyone always says that. Yeah. Or like, uh, it goes both ways. There's women that they try yeah. to do it. Not as much as guys, mm-hmm. the ego, but like there's women that are like trying to be funny. I'm just mm-hmm. like, listen, it's not, happening. I'm not on the clock right now. Yeah. You're not on the clock. Let's just fucking yeah. talk. Or like a lot of, um, how'd you get started? Or like, yeah. what's your process? Like, I'm like really trying to pull information. And I'm like, if you want to know, take my fucking class. Yeah. Like I just can't. Sometimes they're just interested in knowing. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, it does get frustrating being like answering that question, but mm-hmm there's a point where it's like, okay, let's talk about you now. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you can shine. But, yeah. um, or what, where they can shine and you mm-hmm. see if there's a, a match. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about, I definitely think you have to disclose it mm-hmm. to some extent. Uh, but I think the more important thing is just uh, revealing who you are on mm-hmm. the, de- answering all the fucking questions. Yeah. Like if you smoke a lot of pot, don't not yeah. answer that question. Yeah. Like it's going to come up. Yeah. And, and like I never, for me, I don't drink uh, mm-hmm. a lot at, or at all, really. And that's if that's a deal breaker for people. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I'll, they're like, Can, let's go get a drink. I'm like, I'm not drinking, uh, but I'll go get coffee with you. I'll go get food. Mm-hmm. So you just got to be open. I don't ever like if someone asks me, like, what do you do for work? I would never not right. say like I do like X, Y and Z for work. But. It also goes back to the other thing of like nobody asks. Like I'll ask like you know we you have the basic questions to mm-hmm. start every conversation whatever. What do you do for work? Oh okay, what's that like? Whatever. And then it never comes back. And I'm like okay, unmatch. Like I'm right. not I'm not gonna keep being like so. Like tell me about your family. Someone someone we had on the show I forgot who it was said that she put comedy writer, mm-hmm. and that was better. So it's like okay. kind of like a, a match or like a writer. Sure. I don't know if you could do yeah. that, but who knows? Okay. There's there is an added. Uh, bonus uh, uh, of being a woman comedian that makes it harder mm-hmm. I, I get that but yeah we are out of time we went over mm-hmm. time with oh. the uh john mayer hypothetical <laughs> deanna where can people find out more about you other than on hinge <laughs> you guys can find me on hinge um my instagram is at deanna ortiz underscore all my information is on there i also have a podcast called crushes it's available wherever you get podcasts we just talk about celebrity crushes crushes you have on everyday people and it's a lot of fun Okay. We'll have to have you back on here and uh, see what happens with this job and air situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for doing the podcast, Diana. And thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. I want to tell you about a podcast called Behind the Bits Podcast with Scott Curtis, my friend. I've done the podcast. It's every week. Scott Curtis talks serious with comedians and folks in the comedy business about the craft. You'll learn about why they got on stage for the first time, about their writing process, as well as how to get booked and unique self-promotion tricks that worked and those that didn't. He talks about these subjects and many more every episode. Uh, Behind the Bits won the Discover Pods Award for Best Interview Style Podcast in 2020 and been heard in 28 countries. So check it out. Um, He's talked to legends who paved the way, new sensations, and everyone in between. That everyone in between, that's me. Um, Check it out. Check out my episode, uh, Behind the Bits 
podcasts. Uh, whether you're a new comedian, working comedian, or a comedian nerd, you'll find something valuable for Behind the Bits. It's all on all the apps, thebtbpc.com as well. Check it out. Scott Curtis, Behind the Bits podcast. You're welcome. I'm still